Hi, this is Vanessa Sunshine. Hi, this is Alicia. Hi, I'm Georgia Love. I'm Osha Ginsberg. If you're listening to the sound of my voice, you are on the Bachelor of Hearts podcast. What do you do with an arts degree? I'm still not sure I know. I skipped three years worth of lectures just to binge watch awful shows. There must be some scholarship for accruing worthless knowledge. It's my only talent, honey. That and losing money. Let your excess hex debts rest and then just join us while we start on our bachelor. Bachelor of Hello and welcome back to the Bachelor of Hearts podcast, the Bachelor Australia podcast that asked the question, three preview episodes, two very special guests, one host struggling to come up with more questions for this show to last based on limited source material. Xavi, are you ready for Blast Off? I can't believe you called me out like that for not having an intro. <laughs> <laughs> we are on the literal eve of a brand new Batchy season. We are working on a tight turnaround for this to be in your podcast feeds before the premiere Wednesday night on Channel 10. Make sure to join us in the Bachelor of Hearts Osh posting group on Facebook to talk through everything that there is to talk through. Last episode, we got into a full Jimmy Nicholson preview with our special guest, Mystery Lucy, who, uh, if you haven't heard the chat yet, get this, she and Jimmy went on some dates. No more spoilers. Go away. Catch up on that if you need to. But uh, right now, Xavi, we are meeting The Bachelorette's 23 entire women. That's right. 23 whole women. Well, you know, actually, now that I think about it, we did have an existing bit where it's 22 and a half women and then a crane. Mm, mm. Okay, very good. And to help us break it all down, who better than a former Bachelorette, a fan fave from last season? Things, oh, look, maybe they didn't quite go her way with Lockie or Roxy for that matter, but she brought spice and life and fun to our screens during a bizarre pandemic season. Listeners, please say a huge Bachelor of Hearts hello to one of our 2020 faves, Juliet Herrera. Hi, Juliet. Hi. Thank you for having me and for that beautiful intro. I don't think I'm that spicy, but, you know, I do try my best to be unfiltered. Actually, I don't try my best. (laughs) (laughs) This is what we like about you, you know? It is the um, honest truth as it comes to your brain, and this is, uh, yeah what we're ready for uh, here as we preview The Bachelorettes this season. Let's catch up first, though, on uh, how life has been for you after the show. How are you travelling? I'm pretty happy at the moment. When I was watching the show, I was quite shocked at how I appeared, and then I was like, okay, that's really me, except how you are, Juliet. (laughs) You might not have thought you were like that, but, you know, it helped me solidify my self-confidence and accept how I am. So for me, the journey of being on the show was really um, helpful for my growth as a person and Mm. that I didn't deny how it was edited, like didn't reject my edit or anything like that because I'm like, well, I was going to be who I am on the show. I was looking for love and the experience. And so what I've gained from the show is, yep, followers great but it's more people who resonate with me and yeah who I connect with and I even follow a lot of people back because I'm like oh I love your vibe you're a bit like different like me and outspoken Ooh. or you're just trying to live your life and accept how you are and individuality should be celebrated not shied away from because we're all created differently so I was been doing that and I've been you know dating lots of guys and cool. having a few blunders because I mm-hmm. thought okay I've got to you know allow myself to start dating and mm. that's been hit and miss and um <laughs> it often is it happens um but other than that I've been working on a podcast which is an IGTV series talking about social issues that are important yes. to me. 
I have a social work degree, which I never talk about because my career has been fashion styling and working in magazines, but social work and social justice has always been a part of my heart and I don't proclaim to be like a saint or someone perfect but I do want to give a voice to everyone Mm. if people don't have a platform it's not fair that they can't voice like what's been going on in society and so if people give me attention great I'll be the voice for now that's kind of it right like I would encourage you listeners to go and check it out on Juliet's Instagram if you haven't seen it it's uh, it's called not my lyric and yeah, it's really, it's really worthwhile viewing, at least as far as, as far as I'm concerned. And it seems like you've been putting your attention into, I don't know, these areas of growth and representation that I think Xavier, you and I talk about in terms of the arcs of the people on this show. And it's so encouraging to see, and for you to say, do you know what? It's about growing, growing with it and accepting like, cool, here's who I am. And this is what I'm about and channeling that into positivity. And it really seems like you've been doing that over the last 12 months. Thank you so much. I hope so. I just feel like I'm not anyone spectacular. I went on the show, I had an amazing experience. I'm lucky that people resonated with my craziness, Mm -hmm. ups and downs. And I think also I was on the show learning how to stand up for myself and not be a pushover. Mm. So kind of fumbled my way through that but I um I hope that I help people come out of their shell or be the guinea pig in that journey within yourself so totally supporting me always it is it is a strange thing to happen in a person's life you know I think many people go through their lives without something like this happening to them but I think if you if you realize that that is happening and that it is uh, an opportunity and then it provides a you know a, some kind of platform or you know uh, a, a chance for you to turn that into something that is really positive I think that's amazing yes I think and I don't want it like sure I'm sometimes glamorous on it but I show everyone when I'm looking like a rag doll and when my lashes <laughs> are falling off and when I've got massive pimples and I'm ranting on my craziness and I think it's important if you do reality show to keep it real. And that's why people ultimately resonate, I think, with you and uh, resonated with you during your season. The other thing that I noticed that you've been doing in, in the past 12 months is a bit of work with the Motor Neurone Disease Association of New South Wales. How has that advocacy work been for you? I mean, I have, it was motor neurone disease was a disease that my dad Um, suffered from and Mm. about 12 years ago no one really heard about it and it was something that my family and I had to struggle navigating what it was because it wasn't something common like cancer or you know other diseases so um, it really affected who I was as a person like throughout my 20s I went through different phases of grief and suffering helping my dad cope with the disease and not knowing when he was going to pass away and um during that time you had to really like when you feel like everything's being taken away from you you don't know what to live for you have to really dig deep and see who you really are and how you're going to continue living and I never participated with any motor neurone disease um charity or anything like that because I just wanted to push it away because it was so painful Mm, mm. and then um when cameo came up and I was having a lot of requests for videos I just said well the extra money from those videos can be sent to motor neurone disease New South Wales which provide um equipment and supplies to people suffering from the disease because it's a very um debilitating disease where you need a lot of to function Mm. and when you're diagnosed you need thousands of dollars to cope with like wheelchairs rollator frames um hospital beds um commodes all that stuff that it's not readily available or financially accept um accessible and this Mm. organization motor neurone disease new south wales really stepped in and gave us temporary equipment while we sorted out our finances to yeah. cure yeah, that equipment. So, yeah, we- doing that. And um, it's been a healing, kind of a turnaround for me to work with them. How have you gone, Juliet, at maintaining relationships with the other women from your season? Because the pandemic 
kind of was this bizarre thing that you all experienced in a very unique way together. Did that make it maybe more easy to stay in touch or has it made it more challenging? I think because we had gone through the pandemic, it was a different experience. We probably brought a lot of women closer together, but the friendships that I formed on the show, pretty much the people who I thought were real and genuine, and Mm -hmm. even if, like, for instance, Irina and I didn't like each other throughout the whole season. We had a big fight on Zoom because I thought she was fake. She thought I was fake. But it was just really us having different personalities. And I saw that she was getting ganged up on because I was ganged up on throughout the whole series Mm. um, with false things like me throwing someone under the bus or having plans or writing a letter and all that stuff. And I started going a bit loco (laughs) myself. I haven't done anything. I'll do it to your face. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. To boil. Mm, of course, right? Because when you are put in a position and you are a forthright person, yeah. you're put in a position where you are being accused of things that aren't true. Yeah. Or I, I can very easily see how that would engender anger. Yes. Or even just in that situation where, like, you are not having, like, you know, th- this is your only contact with these people. So yeah. if that's what you're getting time after time, it just it's just going to weigh you down the same as anybody. It does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it really, for me, went well, if people aren't, going to accept how I am I'm just going to have to stand up for myself and if I see people lying to my face I'm just going to confront them Mm -hmm. because I'm a confrontative person anyway so (laughs) let's do that Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. if you're trying to put a falsehood that you're perfect to be the perfect girl for Lockie because I think a lot of girls go on the show and they want to be loved by all of Australia and put up perception that they're perfect Mm. they like to make cookies and they're going to make great wives which Great. Some women are like that, like Irina. I thought she was being fake, but she genuinely likes knitting blankets and being very maternal and she should be celebrated for that. Just because I'm not like that doesn't mean she's fake. But other people were putting up a lot of fake two-face. They were pretending to be super nice Mm -hmm. and super sweet and (laughs) Mm. (laughs) on the show. And then in the mansion, they're being complete bitches. Like that as well was like making my blood boil because I'm like well I'm being real like why can't you be yeah for sure and you think about it right from literally the first episode Juliet you're in the thick of things with the trio chat that you have with Lockie and Ariba and Christina and then the drama of the note and then you got the first rose at the cocktail party and it felt like congratulating me for the rose no of course not But it does feel like on that first night, you kind of got everything right in a way, you know, like Lockie saw you as someone who was authentic and genuine. He wanted to pursue something further with you. It may not have worked out that the two of you were for each other and that's fine. But in terms of uh, nailing that first night is a really interesting one, an interesting experience that we're about to see 23 women go through. What would you say are the keys to doing that first night right? I think night one would be... um try and get his attention without having to worry about what everyone else is doing and how you might come across and don't try to be well the truth is like I did those things out of my heart Mm. like Mm. I wrote that letter because I was like I really want to let you know who I am there's 23 people here how am I going to stand out obviously if you're just into you could just be into beauty or just looks or just particular personality I don't know Mm -hmm. you so I'm going to tell you about myself and hopefully that um, resonates with you and if it doesn't just send me home so I think the best advice I could give if you go on the show is honestly just not worry about what everyone else is doing because some people are doing things to get captured on camera which for me was really shocking on the first Mm -hmm. night like they were trying to be in front of the cameras, trying to put on a persona. And I was like, hold on. I thought this was reality. Like I was an idiot and I thought it was a 24-hour filming thing, like Big Brother. Really? But You're right. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, cool. Like they're just going to film you how you are. But to stand out, I think some people played the game really well and they – Um, presented themselves to be all about the romance and love and they did well in that way but you can't you can't influence the way the bachelor actually connects with you right once you realize 
were powerless. Yep. You just have to be like, well, I can only be myself and try to talk to him. And on a certain level, like that's presumably how you ended up on the show or how anybody ends up on the show is you know, casting saw something about you. They don't want you to try and be somebody else necessarily. They cast you because they sense something about you and you should try and be that person. Exactly. And there's people who think by creating drama, they'll get more screen time. Mm. And that's what they were on the show for, for that fame. Yeah. But I think I'm happy that Lockie did choose Irina. And I think the bachelors and the bachelorettes end up choosing someone they really feel the love for Mm. and that's what's beautiful about the show like look at the success story of so many people on the show and they do even if they're blinded by niceness and fakeness eventually they do really choose their true love right right and we see it play out time and time again and I think now might be the time to I don't know look into the crystal ball and and see who might be next uh, here. Here's what I'd like to do. There are 23 bachelorettes. We will run through them one by one in alphabetical order. And Juliet, we'd like to get you to give them a spice rating based on your personal criteria for how much uh, zest, interest, life, joy these women are going to bring to the house this year. How does that sound? Perfect. I'm excited and I'm nervous for these girls. Like I'm actually anxious about the show coming out. Like I don't know. (laughs) So the cast list has just dropped. Was it today? No, maybe yesterday on 10 play. Uh, So we have the fresh cast list and we also have all of their Instagram bio information that has dropped. Uh, Channel 10 is sharing all of that stuff. I think they've been doing that the last couple of years. Um, so this year I did my usual rounds of following everybody on the BOH pod Instagram once their names popped up in a very healthy and normal way. Um, don't interrogate it. Um, but here's the thing. I think there is, there is some different stuff going on this year with, with Instagram, which maybe you noticed as well. Everybody's account has an, has an identical message in the bio, which reads, this account is currently managed by a third party on behalf of whoever they are, um, participant on The Bachelor you know, season nine rose emoji. Um, but also comments have been turned off on all of their like bachelor related posts, which I would hope is maybe in a, t- in an attempt to manage like backlash and online bullying and um, a lot of that fairly vicious fan interaction that, that is out there. Um, but I love the comments. interesting. <laughs> That's so interesting because like there, there, I'm sure it's not, <laughs> there are plenty of people who, uh, labeled you a lot of things. Yeah, how did you react to that? So you you don't. I laugh or agree. So you don't because that's interesting because I I know that some people wish that that stuff wasn't a part of the experience. But well, I don't think you should go on this show without or reality because like you have there's a payoff. Like you're going on a TV show, all of Australia is going to watch you. So on one hand, you want a bit of attention. On the other hand, how delusional do you have to be to think everyone's going to like you or agree right, with you? Right. Like, come on, get like get a bit real and be, realize that people aren't going to like you, and that's okay. Mm. Laugh about it. it. The most important people in your life will love you and accept you. The rest is a bonus. True. Yeah. There's definitely a little bit of cognitive um, dissonance there between the idea that being on TV equals uh, being famous. Yes. Yeah. I think and. As we start to look at these women, Xavier, I know that you have taken down follower counts. Yeah, well, I'm curious because, you know, we haven't studied this stuff super closely, but I am curious about, like, the before and after and how this stuff moves around. Like, if you go on a single date, does that have a direct impact? And if so, what is it like? Yeah, that's true. I think it does make an impact. We're going to keep an eye on this as it as it develops because I'm just curious. So we begin with Annabelle, the 28-year-old medical equipment installer from New South Wales. Now, I don't know what that means, but I can tell you that when uh, I put medical equipment into Google, the first ad that is targeted to me is a $320 lime green kegel exerciser. I had to assume it's like, dick enlargement or something right well yeah i don't know how does google's algorithm know about my iffy pelvic floor (laughs) 
What can you read through your recent search history? <laughs> it might shed some light on it. Right, right. Uh, what I think we can assume based on this information is that Annabelle uh, installs Kegel exercises. Um, yep. She's also wearing a tremendous dress and is a lover of the great outdoors, not unlike you, Juliet. <laughs> what is your opinion of Annabelle? Okay, well, look, I like all these girls because I don't know them, so I mm. criticise who they are, but I I don't think she's going to go that far. Just okay. because the quirky, you might think, will get you far, but quirky with medical equipment installer might equal boring. Mm. I often think quirky is something that they will pay attention to for an episode or two and then lose interest with. We have a couple of those bio buzzwords coming up a little bit later mm. that I've found. Zavi, who's next? Up next is Ash. She is a 34-year-old dance teacher from Queensland. Ash is described as an energetic social butterfly who is living her dream of owning her own online dance company. Uh, I learned from her Instagram that she is a cheerleader for the Brisbane Bullets. Um, her Instagram is incredibly well curated. She has 2,690 followers. She's got like holiday photos, beautiful, glamorous pictures on the left hand and right hand columns. And then in the middle is like all inspirational quotes. And I know that that stuff is not easy to plan out. So either, and this dates back for years. So either Ash has been vying for some kind of public, you know, life for a little while or some kind of like professional Instagram cleaner has been at work here, gone in, <laughs> tidied things up. I love it either way. Um, but yeah, what do, what do you guys think about Ash? I think she's gorgeous. I think from her smile and her photos, she's quite uh, vivacious. And I think she'll bring a high energy to the show. I don't think that will probably be a turn on for Jimmy. He probably needs someone a bit chill just mm -hmm. from the history of, the bachelor girls who win the bachelor's mm -hmm. heart are usually quite chill and little low not key. <laughs> but if you've got a curated Instagram page, that is a very good setup for influencer lifestyle after the show. I think Ash is going to be a group date superstar, mm -hmm. and I reckon she'll bring some warmth and positivity to the house. I don't think anyone's going to have a bad word to say about her, but I think you're right. I don't necessarily see her winning. Moving on from Ash, we now meet Ash Lee with the E-I-G-H spelling, who is a 20-year-old speech, who is a 28-year-old speech pathologist from Melbourne. Now, are you going to keep in the part where you stumbled over the phrase speech pathologist? That would be speech pathological of me, Xavier. <laughs> Um, she describes herself as a bubbly, enthusiastic freckle. Xavi, should she have that checked out? <laughs> Perhaps, yeah. An enthusiastic freckle sounds like uh, something that's not going away, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I guess I know a medical equipment installer who could probably point her in the right direction. <laughs> you might be right. That's probably a good idea, yeah. Um, Juliet, the, the dress is demure. She's clearly uh, beautiful. What do you reckon? she could be like a top 10 girl mm. she has an angelic appearance she's probably quite soft and pure um yeah i think she'll do well i think so too but maybe not a source of huge drama in the house no drama. something i noticed looking at ashley's instagram uh is that her full name is ashley freckleton which may explain the uh the, the cute nickname. that's cute freckles? okay i can't even see freckles that's no, a good I know. Question. Maybe I don't she, think so. Yeah, should stop uh, appropriating freckle culture. <laughs> Come on, Ashley. Yeah, I agree. Mm. <laughs> Let's talk about Belinda. Belinda's twenty nine. She's a criminal lawyer from Queensland. This is a really good fucking bio. <laughs> Self-proclaimed self cyclone Belinda oh, leaves a trail of drama and destruction wherever she goes. Her family describe her as assertive, blunt, ambitious, brave, and the loudest in the room. And Australian TV viewers will, of course, describe her as the villain. I'm excited <laughs> about her. I feel like Me she's too. got intelligence and she's mm -hmm. going to have really good commentary about the scenes and what's going on. I think she'll be interesting to watch. 
Belinda has got 3,092 followers and posts as many as 10 separate main feed posts per day. Wow. I have never seen an Instagram user behave like this. Wow. I went, I did a spot check. I was like, all right, let me scroll down a little bit and check a random day. I think it was like 20th of December last year. She posted 11 times that day. That's incredible. Not slideshows, but individual (laughs) posts. It's wild. This is... I'm in awe. A cyclone Belinda is fitting. I'm excited about her. I think she's going to be hilarious. Me too. <laughs> and the, the these posts, like these photos she was taking are like frequently of like a piece of food that she's eating or like a cup of coffee she got or like a glass of wine. And I really like that it felt kind of like a glimpse into what people who don't use Instagram think that people who do use Instagram use it for. <laughs> you know when people are like, what are you doing on there? You just post photos of like everything you eat or whatever. It's like, yeah, she does. She's doing great. I love this idea She's on of the using bachelor. the feed to channel your every waking thought. That's <laughs> I give me more of this. I'm I'm really yeah. excited for Belinda this season. Me too. She's gonna be fun. She's gonna be yeah. hated but fun. Hated but fun. I'm also curious about what being in the Bachelor Mansion will do to her if she's used to having that much like. Uh, interaction and social media use and that kind of thing. Like, I know that one of the tactics that, you know, producers use is to take away distractions and to make you think exclusively about what's mm. going oh, yeah. on. So crazy. So, <laughs> right, no internet, right. no computer, no contact with your family. Mm, so yeah, all you yeah. have is living with other bitches. <laughs> right right yeah you don't get to vote each other out of the house that's someone else's job yeah Yeah. so belinda's definitely one to watch let's move on to brooke who is a 27 year old occupational therapist we've seen her in the preview she has the long dark hair she gives jimmy a sri lankan love cake now from her bio we know that brooke has two Chocolate brown spoodles, which, if I've done my research correctly, is a cross between a spider and a cavoodle. Yes, hideous. <laughs> Awful, terrifying. Are chocolate brown spoodles an ingredient in Sri Lankan <laughs> Good. And she also loves uh, team sport. Uh, are we team? Are we team Brooke? What do we think? She's pretty. She could either be like bitchy or nice. I don't know. Mm. I'm terrible at judging <laughs> from a picture, but there isn't too much like in her bio. There isn't much. Yeah, it is a particularly short bio. I wonder if that means anything. Here we are reading too deep into four sentences worth of text. Maybe <laughs> the idea is that we uh, simply have to wait and see with Brooke. Yeah, I think so. I think she's a mystery. Brooke also only has 924 followers. That's less than me, and I'm nobody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, Irina had only, like, 400 followers. It was so cute. Oh, we love her. I oh, know, she's amazing. In the mansion, I remember people were, like, talking about how many followers everyone had, and she's like, well, I've only got 400, I mean. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, my God, Irina. <laughs> Let's talk about Carly. Carly is the 33-year-old corporate lawyer from Victoria. With her parents' 46-year marriage showing her that love is eternal, this self-described left-brain bookish lawyer is scared she may never meet her equal. Her default is to see the good in people, and now she wants someone to see that good in her. She's really sweet, and I I don't think she's going to survive that long in the mansion because you do need a bit of thick skin, and... Um, mm. I think she might be a bit too sweet. I kind of get that vibe too. I mean, she's very, she's very glamorous. She seems very kind hearted and open. Um, she, I checked out her Instagram. She has like 440 followers, uh, which in my opinion is an absolute crime considering she has a very adorable English setter named Abigail. Um, but yeah, English I, uh, romance. Like she looks like Jane mm. Austen. There's something Bronte about her. <laughs> Mm, mm. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Too sweet for The Bachelor, I think. Next is Chanel, the flight attendant who we talked about on the last episode. She has her own entire promo. Her bio says that she has never been in love and that she likes to stand out and make an impression. 
What do we think here? Impression made? I think she's a strong, confident woman. To to have your promo um, shown means that you have a lot of confidence in mm. that mine wasn't shown because I was like a mess. I was like, oh, it's 11. My hair is crispy. I'm like tired. I'm like, I can't even remember what I was going to say to him. You know, like you have to be very yeah. confident and like therefore mm. a goal. So I think she's going to be a big presence on the show for sure. And I think she might match mm. Jimmy because of their aeroplane pilot, flight attendant mm. link. I just had the briefest look at her Instagram page and boy, oh boy, for someone who is currently in lockdown, is this giving me humongous FOMO. Uh, I don't know if you've looked at the uh, Instagram pages of any flight attendants recently, but uh, they go places and do things, which is something that I strongly miss doing. (laughs) Uh, This is a very nicely curated, uh, beautiful. She just goes to a lot of cool places. I, uh, I'm, truly envious that's all i can say yeah i hear you juliet when you say that she seems confident i agree with you i think that that bodes well particularly uh, on a night one that seems to be such a mix of of adrenaline and prosecco i reckon she's in for a strong first impression (laughs) i think so i think she's a standout and i think she might be in there for a while i think me too how to talk to him and keep it interesting with him yeah uh, let's talk about Elena or Elena. It's one of those names that could go either way. Uh, she's 33, personal trainer from New South Wales. She's described as brutally honest, loud, and with a lot of energy. And she is known for speaking her mind. Um, they might be red flags, but it's a little hard to tell. Um, certainly not quite as evident as Belinda's trail of drama and destruction. <laughs> <laughs> Eleanor's official batchy Instagram is repurposed from a business account called Active Instinct, um, which is her personal training mm-hmm. business. Um, she's already got nine and a half thousand followers already, and she is showing that she has real familiarity with creating influencer-style content. She's got promotional tie-ins on there already. She's got like long-form videos broken up into parts. This is something she's already super familiar with. Do we think? This might be foreshadowing a, like, here for the wrong reasons edit. I think so. I think, look, I remember watching the ad and I think the crane girl, the blonde girl on the crane, interrupt mm. her chat with him. When this is true. Mm. Yeah. It might bruise mm. a bit of conflict, but if she's already at 9,000 followers and she got on the show, I congratulate you. I hope your personal trainer business goes off. Absolutely. Yes. You know, that's, uh, you know, she can hope for a lot of things, but this is one of the uh, possible yeah. and uh, I would say more likely outcomes for, for Eleanor this season. Mm-hmm. The other thing that that's worth flagging in her bio is that she says that she's not interested in falling for a man because of his looks, but instead uh, people who have good looks have bad personalities, which as uh, an incredibly handsome man myself with a, with a horrible personality, I find to be really true. And I think that Eleanor is quite a perceptive woman. Yeah, you're living proof. Ooh, yeah. that's a bit full on to write. <laughs> it's quite a lot, isn't it? <laughs> she might have a lot to say. I'm curious about what happened to her in the last week or whatever before she got asked that question. Right. When she, you know, there was some good looking dude who like said the wrong thing to her. <laughs> we can't predict this stuff, honestly. They're so hard with the bio. Mine looked really sweet. Oh, yeah. Talk, talk to us about seeing your bio and oh, how yeah. it felt. Um, It felt like, oh, wow, I might be a true contender. <laughs> 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 I'm so sweet and all about my dad and, like, wanting to start an orphanage. And, but, no, sometimes it doesn't really reflect who you are. You can't predict mm. it. Yeah, of course. And it comes down to, especially when, what we do, which is, like, take everything at its word, yeah. is, like, it's... <laughs> If there's some minor, you know, uh, misunderstanding or whatever, like that's what we'll pick to talk about. Exactly, but it'll be fun to see how, how good our predictions were. Next we meet Hannah, who is 26 years old. She is from New South Wales. She is a registered nurse. I think this bio could not be more glowing about Hannah if it wanted yeah. to be. She is described as big-hearted, mm-hmm. putting her friends and family first, an adventure lover who's always up for a laugh. This seems like batchy parlance for front runner. Do you agree, Juliet? Oh, this is the bachelor girl. Like mm-hmm. if you had to choose 
mm. girl to be a front runner. This is the girl, the bio. Yeah, I, I'm feeling we'll, we'll do a winner prediction at the end of the show, listeners. Stay around, but um, I'm feeling Hannah as someone who could really be up there for me. Hannah was not on my radar coming into recording this episode. Um, I'm now opening up her Instagram. She only has 419 followers, which I don't want to say that that writes her Irina off or vibes. like that because obviously, <laughs> from what we've learned from Irina. That may be an extremely good sign. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I love how we're doing the follow-up <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about Holly. Holly's 27. She's a marketing manager from New South Wales. She is the glue that holds her friends and family together. And while some people are intimidated by her confidence, she says she's like a caramello koala, gooey on the inside. Getting some very sticky vibes from Holly. <laughs> <laughs> Hard to glean too much from her Instagram. Um, she is clearly a very conventionally attractive blonde white lady. I did learn, um, I did some deeper digging and learned that she starred in an ABC3 series called Ready For This. It's like a drama series. Uh, and she now works in social media marketing, um, which I think either or both of those could cause some people's eyebrows to raise, you know, and feel a bit suspicious about her motives. But also I would argue that maybe those traits are going to make for a good person on this show and even a pretty good match for Jimmy, right? What's the vibe? What's the vibe, Juliet? I think she might be top two, to be honest. Yeah. She's gorgeous. And I did already see like a Daily Mail article that she made it on the first date. So she's giving me Bella vibes. Mm-hmm. She seems like someone that's going to, I don't know why, but I just feel like she's going to be top two. Arriving next in a sparkly sequined dress is Jacinta, a 29-year-old executive recruiter from Victoria who is, look, not giving me too much from the bio outside of the fact that uh, Channel 10 have painted her as a tomboy who third wheels on dates with her younger sister and her husband. Wait, she's married? <laughs> no, hang on. Oh, the sister's the husband. sister <laughs> is married to the sister's husband. This woman... Not married to anyone. Not getting too much from the bio. You know, she's got brown hair. I don't know. She's married. Uh... <laughs> I just don't, I don't know if that's something that they write about you if they see you going a long way, you know? Yeah, they wouldn't write that down if they were like, this person ends up winning. Right. Let's talk about Jay. Jay is 31. She's a nutritionist. She lives in New South Wales. We saw her already with the giant chessboard on one of the uh, previews. She once played professional netball for Fiji. She played every sport in her school and was crowned Miss India in Wellington, New Zealand about 10 years ago. Jay, whose full name is Jacinta, is also a qualified nutritionist and health scientist. Uh, this feels to me like a pretty complete package. I feel like they are, Definitely. They are telling you a lot of reasons why this woman is going to oh, end cool. up winning. Yeah, she's got 15 followers right now. I predict that number is going to skyrocket. 15? 1-5? 1, 1,500 followers. Oh. It's different. Did I not say 100? <laughs> no. <laughs> she is a catfish at the moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's an account that I created uh, and uh, <laughs> urge you all to follow it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think, look, isn't Jimmy from Fiji or his dad's? Yes. And she's beautiful and she's got great hair. Incredible hair, great dress. Oh, this is the universe? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Go, Jay. Yeah. Go, Jay. We yeah, like you. Yeah. Let's continue uh, on and meet Laura. She is a speech pathologist from South Australia. I'm just going to throw out a couple of phrases from her bio. And I, you guys, I'm going to let you tell me whether or not you think that Laura is the winner based on how Channel 10 traditionally deploys phrases like these, okay? Stop me when you feel Let's confident that she's not the winner, okay? Number one, mm. loud. Not something they love Number to get. Number two. Oh, are you going on? Okay, go on, go on. Vegan eco-warrior. Eco-warrior. That's not a generous description. Mm. Is that like a dig? <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It it sounds like social justice warrior, doesn't it? Um, and then also, I love this one. Incredibly unfortunate. <laughs> they describe her as incredibly unfortunate. Probably still unfortunate. They're like, ah, oh, she's used to it. Let's keep making her life horrible. <laughs> 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 That's rough. 
No, uh, she is incredibly unfortunate in terms of her luck in love, right. according to according to her bio. But unfortunately, I don't see things going too well for Laura this mm. season. Mm. I think she seems cool, but she, it's that's oh, not really yeah. what the show is always about, is it? That's not the name of the yeah. game. It's not Would You Be Friends With right. Laura yeah. that I win that yeah, game. Yeah, that's airing on Channel 7. <laughs> Would You Be Friends With Laura? <laughs> I like that one. But there's a Lauren. There is a Lauren. That's right. <laughs> um, Lauren is the life of the party. She's 29, an office administrator from SA. Uh, she is loyal to a fault. She is also passionate about early modern European history. So she's a true Renaissance woman, if you will. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is the classiest joke I've ever made in my life. <laughs> I, uh... I think you mean she's more of a Laurensance, <laughs> not, not Renaissance. <laughs> oh, Renee. Yeah, Thank that you. was last. Oh, I don't know. You got it. There you uh, go. Not last year. Anyway, it's worth noting the. it was worth addressing the elephant in the room with Lauren. Even after the groundbreaking, important work done by Laura Ann on last year's premiere, there is still wait only Laura Ann. Wait, is that not her name? What what's her name? Uh, Zoe Claire. Zoe Claire. Who's Laura Ann? No idea. <laughs> I know who I'm thinking of. Who's Laura Ann? I have to Google that anyway. I'm traumatized. Like I'm discriminatory already. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, uh, Lauren is the token ginger in the cast. Perhaps even more shockingly than that casting, though, a glimpse at her Instagram with 1,139 followers shows that the colour only dates back to October of last year. I imagine she was inspired by Zoe Claire (laughs) to do the Mm -hmm. dye job. Um she also has a tattoo on her shoulder blade that is text, but I can't make out what it says. I can only assume it says strength and honor. Okay, it says, at once I knew I was not magnificent. Oh, I don't know, Lauren. Give yourself a chance. Give yourself a go, Lauren. That is, of course, a lyric from the very good Bon Iver song, Holocene. She might- Indie girl, I hope I hope she redeems the redheads. Seriously, yes, me absolutely. Too. Cool indie girl redeems redheads is a news headline that I would click into on the Daily yeah. Mail. I think that I would be really here for that. Mm, I hope so. She's just skyrocketed mm. up my list based on that. <laughs> she loves to party, and look, we all love to party. So who yes. doesn't? Here comes Lily, the twenty-three-year-old crane operator from WA. Um, Channel 10 describe her in their own words as a crane operator who goes from zero to 100 real quick. Don't do that. Careful. Cranes aren't meant to go that fast. (laughs) You are using the wrong type of vehicle, my friend. (laughs) Lily is the woman who Jimmy describes as having very blue eyes in the promo. Uh, I'm not sure how I feel about the one shoulder camo sort of colored green dress, but I do think that she's someone who I could see sticking around for a little while. She might be a bit of comic relief. Like, yeah. She's mm. very out there, unconventional, and she's got a high-pitched She might be really sweet and cute. I think it'll be good. I think so too. And I think that much like Belinda, she might end up being really good in confessional. Yeah, I feel like she'll be a, a good storyteller and uh, mm-hmm. and a fun presence. Another person who I think maybe might fall into that category is Madison, who is up next. She's 24. She's a marketing coordinator from Victoria. She is cute, confident, and flirty. And she is passionate about musical theater, baking, and the Marie Kondo folding effect. She hates it when people interrupt her when speaking, uh which she is in the wrong place, unfortunately. Um, (laughs) She can never come on this podcast. Yeah, yeah. And the TV show is not going to be a good look for her either, really. Um, She's also looking to get into her first ever relationship on the show. This, I feel like, heralds the start of a new archetype that I have not really observed before. But this is the new archetype that I'm calling, oh, sweet, precious child, you do not know what you are in for. Okay. Because I like Madison a lot, um, but I get the impression that she will get some twinkly, silly music 
when she appears on screen. I have a feeling she's fitting into that kind of like too quirky to relate to kind of vibe. What do you guys think? I think that, that girl on Honey Badger's season, who was that blonde girl that was really doughy eyed for Honey Badger? Oh, um, Cassie. Yeah. Mm. I could see that. She could definitely have her first big crush on The Bachelor this this season. Mm. Um, what did you call the archetype, Savy? The oh, sweet, precious child, you do not know what you are in for. Great. What well, is that uh, for short? O-S-P-C-Y-D-N. As soon as I heard the archetype, at once I knew it was not magnificent. <laughs> <laughs> that is great. That is the most iconic tattoo I've ever heard. Like, it's so good. It's 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 so much better than strength and honor. I can't tell you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I do want to spotlight this. Uh, it probably doesn't matter that much, but um, from all of the profiles that I looked at on Instagram, um, Madison has eight hundred and seventy-one followers. She is the only one who has her pronouns listed in her Instagram bio. Cool. Using that like feature that Instagram has. Like it's complicated because uh, your Instagram bio has been wiped to make way for that uh, phrase that's in all of them now. Um, mm. But yeah, hers is the only one. I'm just, oh, curious. I don't know. Interesting. When I see that, I'm like, oh, young and woke. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. It makes me think she she gets it. Enter Rebecca, a 27-year-old health support worker from New South Wales who is wearing the most opulent rainbow dress and a set of angel wings ever to be seen on this show, I would say. Juliet, uh, we know you worked in fashion for a long time. How are you feeling about this look? Well, I think she's going to do a dance. Yeah. I think she's got the entrance. Look, if she's a fellow Latina, I'm going to have to support a fellow Latina if that's a Brazilian thing. Uh, Selena Gomez, Jennifer Lopez, you can say no wrong to me. Add her to the list. Selena, JLo, Rebecca from The Bachelor. Exactly. <laughs> Rebecca has never been in a relationship uh, and also says that she loves gossip. I kind of love her. She's going to get in some trouble. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I think totally. so. I think this is a woman who's getting in trouble this season and I really like it. <laughs> I know. It's a lot of fun, the gossiping, mm. the, the little dramas that happen. I love watching that. I'm like... And what's going on over there? <laughs> I don't even know I was in it. <laughs> <laughs> it's about me. Let's talk about Sierra. She's 28. She's a technical analyst from Victoria. I, I had no idea what that is. Uh, she sees herself as an alpha female. She loves watching UFC. She calls herself a human Ferrero Rocher. Rocher? Rocher. I, yeah. She says she's hard on the outside, soft on the inside, and a bit nutty, which is quite funny. I would describe myself as a bounty, just a bit of shit, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I think I worked out the difference. So the Ferrero Rocher is the chocolate, which has the wafer and the caramel and the hazelnut on it. But then the Ferrero Rocher is the one that believes in life after love. Yeah, that makes sense. She's the big popular singer. Um, Sierra has racked up. 2,567 followers on Instagram. Largely, it would seem to me, because she loves to dress up. She absolutely loves it. She can't get enough. I don't even really know what she looks like out of a costume. But if you look through both her feed and her tagged photos, she is dressing up in, like, 70s vintage fashion. She's dressing up like Santa Claus. She's doing yeah. a cool, hot cowboy. She's doing what looks like a wrestling outfit for her night one look. I think it's just great. I think she's just having fun. Incredible. I think she's fabulous. Me too. There's something about Sarah that really, oh, there's something about Sierra that really is confident. It, to, be, to be honest with you, it's the picture of Santa for me. <laughs> <laughs> we asked in a previous episode whether or not Jimmy was daddy. I think Sierra might be daddy. Sierra's probably daddy. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. For sure. I love that she's the larrikin. I love the totally. larrikin. Mm. I love that culture. Good mm -hmm. Oh, can I interrupt very briefly? I don't know if either of you are looking at the 10 Play Bachelor website right now on a computer, but one thing I have just noticed is if you click rapidly between the women, 
all of their eyes are lined up in exactly the same place, and it's really strange. Whoa. I'm sure there's a reason they framed all of the shots exactly the same, but it's just like you could make them morph into each other. Anyway, this is a complete dis distraction. I'm, I apologize. <laughs> Yeah, like that doesn't happen by accident. Okay, next up is Stephanie, a 27 year old business development manager from WA. Right from the outset, I am hoping for really big things from Stephanie. This bio fills me with feelings of like, I think that you might be a fan favorite. She is described Ooh. as outgoing and sarcastic with a dry sense of humor. Great. Love. Uh, and you'll like this also, Zavi. She is a Twitch streamer. Oh, really? She streams herself playing games online. Oh, we're best friends now. <laughs> Stephanie, I think, is the only representative of WA as well, right? Yes. I haven't seen another WA in here. Um, but uh, look, that's not to say that WA is a prohibited, prohibited state on this show. Uh, we love you, <laughs> WA. Thank you for listening. Three hours behind. WA had a uh, had a big year last year, so maybe that hit in the brakes. That's true. Time, right? Huge WA representation in uh, in in twenty twenty. Thanks for being sarcastic, and we love sarcasm. Right, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's talk about Stevie. Um, my partner Evie likes Stevie because she has the most similar name. Um, <laughs> Stevie is. I love how we like things just like on the bed like link we have with anyone there's not a lot to go off at this point we've got to pick something yeah. <laughs> stevie is 29 she's a hairstylist from queensland she is a creative and jolly lady who loves everything life has to offer have you ever heard anyone described as jolly in the middle of july <laughs> well yeah i might describe sierra from a few pictures ago as jolly um but only because she is dressed up as literal santa <laughs> yeah jolly mm. uh anyway stevie's nan describes her as quote a vibrant sexy chicken and an amazing cook it sounds it sounds like her nan was just hungry when you asked her to describe her so. <laughs> <laughs> she's like vibrant sexy mm. <laughs> chicken <laughs> the first thing that i will order on the menu when i go out to a fancy restaurant <laughs> after this lockdown is over is in fact the vibrant sexy chicken Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. I thought you were going to say like a legit dish. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think she is a legit dish, honestly. Hey. I like teeth. I like Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a quick dip into her Instagram with 2,000 odd followers shows she has spent some time as a fitness slash bikini model and holds a medal from something I just learned about called the International National Bodybuilders Association. INBA? No, you're not. I have one too. I've I've got one of those model medals too. In the top ten zone, I reckon. I think so too. I feel like we'll see Stevie stay around. Yeah. Yeah, and she seems pretty strong. And her bio is quite comical, so she might be a bit funny. I just don't know if you can be a bikini supermodel, whatever, uh, bodybuilder, and not stick around to the top ten. They need her for the bikini jacuzzi. Yeah. Creek swimming date. Yes. You know what I mean? All the dates that are required, uh, that require you to wrestle someone or take off your clothes. Which I was mortified about. Actually, I was so happy I wasn't on any dates. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> 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 me on TV? No, I don't think I, I signed I, up for this. I could do that. Like, I think me, Tina, and Caitlin were in our room one night and we're like, Oh, we don't want the date next week. Forget the date. Like, I'm not doing that crazy shit. We're like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> the only girls that didn't want a date, I'm like, oh, I just want the yacht, like, for the rest of the <laughs> Put me yeah. on a boat. That's I enough. Know. I'll get sick, but, like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Beck, where she did the freaking water rafting oh, date. God. Like, yeah. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah. Oh, Nicole, when they did the rock climb. Oh, yeah, my, no oh. thanks. So sorry about this. Yeah. <laughs> Tani is next. She is a corporate travel manager from Victoria. She is 27 years old and described as fiercely loyal, generous, and fiery. Um, and they have symbolized this by putting her in a fire oh. red dress. Great boobs. I love a bit of boob. There you go. 
We like this about Tani. She is also billed um, as having a good read on people. Mm-hmm. Juliet, what's your read on her? I freaking like her. I feel like she's yep. vibe. She's fiery. She's got great boobs. Mine are fake. Hers are probably real. Now I love to show them as much as I can, so I like her vibe. Mm-hmm. To show them, so you know she's a bit of a risk taker, and I don't think she's gonna care what anyone thinks. So she'll probably be very honest and probably quite emotional. She has got an absolutely incredible Instagram feed. No, don't tell me that. Is it better than mine? Uh. Of course not. <laughs> you know what? This is embarrassing. I thought that I typed in Tani Ray, but I actually typed in Juliet Herrera. That's my mistake. I was looking at the wrong oh. person. Um, so I apologize mm. to all our listeners. I can barely take a photo. I like resent <laughs> it after four photos. I'm like, fuck, stop. Um, Tani's feed is very curated. Good use of like filters, which mean that everything looks like of a piece. This is another one where it's like, you have been thinking about this a lot for a long time. And that's skill. Mm. It's really simple yeah. to learn how to use a filter and do the lighting. Like, I do not know how to use that. You and me both, Juliet. It's, uh, it skipped me. <laughs> it skips a generation. How do they know? <laughs> yeah. How do they know how to move the freaking. My, my granddad was incredible on Instagram. But <laughs> it's skip me genetically. I know. Caitlin and I always talk about this. We're like, how do they fucking do it? We message each other. We're like, but what actually? How did they do this? <laughs> uh, all right, let's talk about Tamlin. Okay. Tamlin is 25. She's a customer service officer from New South Wales. She's fun, vibrant, and confident. Tamlin doesn't take life too seriously. She's originally from South Africa. She is an extrovert who's passionate about fitness and her love language is physical touch. Reads pretty well, if you ask me. Um, I could not glean anything of note from her Instagram page. She has like 16, 1700 followers. Um, I was looking for anything to comment on and I was like, no, she's just a person. Uh, Neither could my partner, Evie. She stared at the phone for a few minutes before finally settling on. She looks like the human version of Ursula the Sea Witch from The Little Mermaid when she becomes a human and walks on land. Oh, yeah, and she's a hot mermaid. Right, and I need to be clear, this is not a dunk on Tamlin. This is not, like, we're not criticizing her for her appearance or anything along those lines. My partner, Evie, and I love each other. We've been together for three years, but she would leave me for Ursula in a heartbeat. (laughs) She's gorgeous, Tamla. She really is. There's something about the, like, the jaw and the way that the the eyebrows are shaped. It's really, it's really good stuff from Tamlin. She's gorgeous. Now, I like what she says. Like, she's an extrovert. Great. She's passionate. Great. She's um, open book. No filter. Great. I hope he keep, she keeps it real and she might add something completely like we've never seen before. I hope so. I think that Tamlin is someone who we're going to see stick around for a little while on this show. Maybe, uh, again, top 10 vibes for me. Yes. Finally, Tatum. Fabulous name. She is 26 years old and a company director from Queensland. Now, do you remember the exercise from before where I said some phrases from the woman's bio, and then I let you tell me whether or not she was going to be the winner. Sure, yeah. Stop me when you feel confident. Great. Loud. Mm, Same word? Same word. (laughs) Yeah, okay, good. A lot of louds. There's four louds I counted. Um, (laughs) That's a decibel level for The Bachelor out of the 23. Pack Um, your earplugs when you tune in. Oh, my God. You don't want to cause oh, permanent dear. damage. Mm. Uh, she is also described as opinionated. Great. Not Love shy. Uh huh. Center of attention. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She sounds like a fucking boss. Yes. But I don't know if she's going that far on the show. Top 15. Top 15. <laughs> <laughs> Top I'll go out and say it. Top 23. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited for her. I love anyone loud because I want how they do with the other loud people. That's it. Right. Well, that's the thing I was thinking is that she said she's center of attention, right? But I feel like we've heard that at least a couple Mm -hmm. of other times too. So we're going to have a little pocket of attention in the middle of 
well, I don't know geometrically how that necessarily works, but I'm curious because we're, we're guaranteed to have some action, you know. And you know what? What I learned on the show, everyone wanted to be center of attention. Mm. So many people were looking for where's the camera? Where's the camera? Where's I want to be like? And when they weren't center of attention, mm. they were so jealous and. Because everyone thought they were a star. Mm. Not everyone, not Irene. But the show yeah, yeah. is only on for so long every night or every week. There's only so much mm. space for everybody to fit in and be the center of attention and be the star and make their mark. And uh, people are going to tussle over it. Mm. It's just how it goes. Yes. And that's, I think, what they mm. fight about mm. more than the actual guy. Right, right. It's about who is being presented in the most flattering way. Mm. Or getting the most camera yeah. time or interview time. or Yeah, totally. Mm, mm. Yeah. So I'm keen for the drama, though. I want to know who's going to be the new <laughs> I want to know who's going to be the new Julia. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to be the new drunk? No, I'm kidding. I was only doing a lockdown. Special lockdown. Special circumstances. Everything else was sober. Very special circumstances. Lockdown I agree. Lockdown, okay? <laughs> uh, Juliet, yeah, who do you see the most of yourself in yeah. out of these women now that we have met them all? I honestly think Tani. Okay. Loyal, which I'm very loyal. And generous and fiery and passionate. And I don't know. I feel like, yeah, I feel like she's probably or someone similar or Sierra. I think Sierra might be probably stronger and more refined than me. But nutty. But nutty. <laughs> that does bring us to, well, not, not quite the end of the show. We do have to pick a winner. Uh, this season, I don't want to go first. Xavi, why don't you have the honours? Okay, so I have uh, a couple. I think Chanel will do really well. I think Holly will do super well. Um, but my top pick for right now is Jay from, uh, you know, the uh, pro netball slash nutritionist slash health scientist slash Miss India slash sports star slash big chess lady. I reckon, I reckon I'm back in that. Okay, I think that that's a good idea. Juliet, what about you? I think Holly, is it Holly or Molly? What's her name? Holly. Holly, Holly, but she looks like a Molly. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> we should reach out to her. It's probably not too late to change. She's only 27. Mm-hmm. I think Holly is going to win, and I think um, Sierra might be like a top five. But I don't. Right. And... Stephanie might be a runner-up. Mm, mm. I am getting uh, a lot of good vibes from Stephanie. I'm going to say that my top three will be Stephanie, Holly, and Jay with Holly to pip them at the end. Mm. I'm sorry? We're all forgetting Hannah, though. We were all talking Me about too. Hannah at the start of the podcast. Well, I like Hannah, too. Yeah, yeah I think I think Hannah's got to be... Yeah, oh, geez, there's so yeah. many of them, it's aren't there? It's a good there? crop. Uh, Hannah might a, be a top four, you know. Mm. Mm. And we've heard that Jimmy's a very nice man, so that makes me very uh, excited and and happy that this is uh, what we have to look forward to and what he has to look forward to this season. Absolutely. Juliet, thank you so much for joining us. What a blast we have had. Where can we find you if we want to be in touch and if our listeners want to be in touch? So if you want to follow my Instagram... But I do share a lot of my opinions and my craziness and I love t- talking to everyone. I do reply to everyone because I'm like, oh my God, they can talk to me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's Juliet Herrera underscore. And in a few weeks, I'm starting a YouTube channel and I'm going to do um, like a relationship series, a self-love series, and then like a random blogging series just to kind of encourage everyone and share whatever I've learned and help people accept who they are. Nothing else. Amazing. You can find Juliet on Cameo. You can also check out Not My Lyric on her Instagram feed. Thank you so much for joining us, Juliet. This has been so much fun. Thank you so much, Juliet. Thank you.
thank you guys you guys are so amazing it's so much fun it's so freaking smart and cool thank you (laughs) thank you you. (laughs) Bye. bye oh she did the iconic Oh! 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 She did the iconic. Oh my god! She did the Listeners. laptop close. You will never okay. believe what we just experienced. Holy shit! Okay, 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 okay. That was perfect. that was the peak of the whole. I mean, we had a great time. That was fucking fun. But whoo! Okay, so what needs to happen here is a little bit of context. Yeah. I, my mind is blown right now. I can't believe it. Okay, halfway through last season, you remember the lockdown episode when all of the drama was kicking off with Roxy about her secret boyfriend. Now, Roxy, now, Roxy got so infuriated that she just slammed the laptop shut. Didn't switch off, didn't quit the chat, just closed it. Just cl- And do you know what we just saw, listeners? As Juliet was like, see you later, have a great Wrapping night. Up the Be in touch soon. Can't wait. Straight close of the laptop. Wow. It was so good. What an incredible moment. This podcast, oh. we've been doing it for like five years, right? That's probably the best. That's probably the best moment we've had. It yeah, look, it goes that one. Uh the episode with the horse penis. Sure. I mean, that's and, unforgettable. I mean, I don't know what else there is. Richie ate haggis at one point. <laughs> I remember that. I'm gonna have to. Dig back into the archives and mm-hmm. uh, go for a little deep dive. Listeners, if you want to do the same, you can stream the episodes on Template and catch up on everything from season three onwards with your friends here uh, on the Bachelor four, of I'm Hearts I'm podcast. Ah, oh, geez. Who was season three? Mm. Uh, what else do we have to tell you, Zave? Uh, look, I mean, you know, um, I hope you're doing well. I'm really glad we did three bonus episodes prior to the season starting. We will be back pretty soon with another episode talking about week one i'm very excited for that um and i truly just hope that you guys are doing well um Mm. one thing that uh, i'm having trouble thinking of a segue into is the fact that we did actually come here to make friends oh wow so uh we would encourage you very warmly in the dead of winter that it is right now to make your way down to the bachelor of hearts osh posting group on facebook or boh pod on instagram or twitter you can find us there. It's warm in there. We will be live tweeting, live posting. We will truly be alive uh, for the first time in many, many months now that Bachelor season is upon us again. So please share this mirth and merriment. Uh, Tis the season uh, nine, that is. And how much longer would you like <laughs> me to talk? Max, <laughs> <laughs> uh, No, I think you covered yeah. it. Tis the season uh, mirth and merriment. I would just like to give a quick shout out to the Zave heads, oh. and uh, that I think is it for another episode me. of the Bachelor <laughs> of Hearts podcast. Listeners, we love we you. Love you. Goodbye. Goodbye. Love you. Running out of time, make the most of what's before me, searching for a sign to lead me to the end of.